Welcome to another Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive medium, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I created this show with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own way. Together, we can all make a difference, and it starts with love, love from the hip. The void, defined as an unfilled space or an emptiness, is anything but. Philosophically expressed, it is a manifested nothingness. This void can include our traumas, beliefs, and experiences, which can be too painful to feel and even let go of, which only perpetuates the nothingness or emptiness even more. In Western culture, there is a great fear of nothingness. It is perceived as a dreadful and terrifying lack and an obstacle which needs to be defeated or overcome. It often reminds us of our failures and is so uncomfortable that we have a tendency to fill it, usually with the very things that are mostly bad for us. We fill this void as a means of a distraction so that we don't get taken back to where the unhealed and rejected parts of us live. As a result, we avoid the parts of us asking to be heard or seen, which in turn brings forth more voids, creating a vicious cycle. Avoiding the void ultimately keeps us far from our self-awareness. In Eastern culture, the void is honored and held as virtue. It is where all wisdom, principle, and manner exists. It is where there is no separation of self. It is peace and potential. In Hinduism, the nothingness is the source of creation, of everything physical in nature, and any physical entity or creation. There is a concept in Japan called Mu Kayu, which means everything is nothing, and nothing is everything. An implication of the richness in the emptiness. It came to Japan by way of a Chinese philosopher, Zhuangzhu. It is a philosophy emphasizing the great potential and possibilities which can be received and held by something that is empty. It is a concept often applied in architecture, interior design, as well as in paintings and photography, all finding beauty in the emptiness or void. The empty space naturally provides context for the whole picture, room, or painting, just as how the nothingness brings more context to who we are. French novelist and a key figure in the philosophy of existentialism, Jean-Paul Sartre, wrote of being and nothingness, essentially saying that we humans cannot fully understand who we are just by being. The pursuit of being leads to an awareness of nothingness, which brings in the awareness of what is not, providing a blank canvas for an individual to freely create and express their very being. This is where consciousness is attained. This is the great something in the nothing. Nihilism is essentially the belief in nothing, that there is no good nor bad in the world, that the world just is. Life is meaningless, and not one thing has a real existence, nor does anything matter. Existentialism argues that you are not nothing, and that everything matters, that you give meaning to your life, and your grand purpose is to create a life you believe is worth living. In classical physics, nothing refers to the vacuum, which is thought of as an absence of matter, light, and energy. According to quantum physics, however, the vacuum is far from empty. Even though there is supposed to be zero value at this state and nothing is supposed to happen, there are still particles coming into and moving out of existence. These virtual particles are emerging from the fluctuation of quantum fields, proving that there is still something being being created out of pure nothingness. Physics finds our universe to have come from nothing as explained by the Big Bang Theory. In 400 AD, St. Augustine proclaimed that God created the universe from nothing. Either way, the nothing gave way to a great something. Sadhana is a Sanskrit word used to describe an ego-transcending practice which dissolves the karma accumulated during life, freeing one from all of the attachments of suffering in order to experience the peace in nothingness. It is a means of forging a connection with God or universal en energy and is a true realization of universal oneness. It can include a daily practice of asana, pranayama, meditation, mudras, and chant, all of which can help one retreat into the void or nothingness. In Tibetan teachings, it is said 
that if you die before you die, then when you die, you will not die. It is believed that we are born from nothing, from an in-between, from bardo. And so if one could transcend their false sense of self while living, then death will not be felt, or more so, we will understand what happens at death. In bardo, we are forced to relate to our mind because there is nothing else. Our bodies die, the outer world is gone, so the mind becomes our reality in the nothingness. Becoming familiar with your mind prepares you for death. Death of your limited self is the experience of death itself. Perhaps most of us are uncomfortable with the nothingness because it is a reminder of the end, our immortality, as well as of our unfinished business. Ironically, if we could revive the parts of us that have died while we are living, then we can make peace with death. And when we understand that we are all born from the void, created from the nothingness, is when we will all finally understand that we are all just going home. Today on Love from the Hip, it is my pleasure to have Dr. Frank Kinslow here with us. Dr. Kinslow is a chiropractic physician, author, and founder of Quantum Entrainment. He will share how the nothingness changed his life, what QE or quantum entrainment the you feeling and the all feeling are, and how they can help us to work through pain, dis-ease, and stress, realign with our true selves, open up to all the possibilities, and potentially live our best lives. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A. S-U-T-T-E-R dot com. Do you wonder why you repeat behaviors that don't serve you? Do you struggle with self-love? Are you intimidated by situations where you want to stand up for yourself but can't? If any of those resonate with you, you may be living someone else's story. This can lead to dysfunctional relationships, emotional shutdowns, and regrets. Every part of your life may be a reflection of someone else's story. It's time to live your life. In 2005, spiritual life coach Jeanette Dames realized she was living other people's stories. She recreated her life to live her story and love, joy, peace, health, and prosperity showed up. From this deep transformation, Jeanette has developed a six-week coaching program to help you create your life your way. She can help you make it a dazzling reality. It's time to let go of what you absorbed from others and create the life you want. Visit RiverAngelRanch.com for more information. That's R-I-V-E-R-A-N-G-E-L-R-A-N-C-H.com. Welcome back to Left from the Hip. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my podcast, Left from the Hip, that's HYP, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the pleasure of having Dr. Frank Kinslow here with us. Dr. Kinslow is a chiropractic physician, author, and founder of Quantum Entrainment. Hi there, Frank. How's it going? Well, it's going very, very well. Great introduction there. Uh, seems like there's a lot to be said about nothing. Right? <laughs> there you go. And you would know, yeah. right? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank, where are you joining us from today? I'm in Sarasota, Florida. It's a nice little town that's growing like crazy, but um, we're doing very well here. Love the weather. Nice. So what forced you to sit in the nothingness? 
Um, actually, uh, it wasn't forced. I just sort of fell into it. Uh, and uh, I had been for years um, practicing esoteric studies. I would meditate for two and a half hours a day, did that for 20 plus years and <clears throat> just tried, really worked hard at becoming enlightened, you know, at peace sure. and above it all and all of that. <laughs> and um, uh, one day I was uh, 61, actually, and um, gee, I, my health was bad. My finances were terrible. Uh, life was going nowhere. And, and actually, I lost my job. Uh, they downsized. Uh, I was a, a teacher at one of the universities. And um, so um, I just sat down on my couch. And I said, my gosh, all right, let's get a hold of this thing here, Frank. Let's do it. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to throw out everything that doesn't work. Everything. And I sat there all day throwing things out and saying, no, I know that won't work. No, that didn't work before. And I sat there a second day. Finally, the third day, I just got to a point where, you know, everything was gone. There was nothing else to try. And I just sat there. And all of a sudden, an, an incredible uh, peace just descended on me, a peace and a bliss and a joy. And... Um, and then it hit me, you know, um, you know, uh, I, I thought nothing works. And then I realized, yeah, nothing, doing nothing, being nothing works. If in fact, <laughs> right. and, and you, you, you quoted uh, uh, the um, quantum mechanics. Uh, they have the, a thing called uh, one of the names for it is the, the quantum vacuum, mm -hmm. the nothing from which everything comes. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that. And I think that uh, the, the experience I had, um, it, it, it's a great analogy for that, because I experienced nothing, and then started healing and started healing very quickly. Migraines went away, I, my weight started to normalize, um, just life just started getting better and better. And I said to myself, wow, this is really good. I wonder if I can teach it. And so I had a friend come over and wow, I was able to trans, uh, translate and transmit to him this thing of nothing, hmm. you know, and we've all heard that it takes years of practice and study to clear the mind of thought. Absolutely. And yet I was able to show him how to do it in seconds. Huh. And, uh, and then and from there, uh, I taught some classes, wrote a book, it went international and, uh, yeah, uh, so from tell, there, us, tell us more yeah. about that. How did your book go international? Oh, oh, well, that, that's interesting because I, I wrote the book. took me a whole five weeks to write it. The last I've written, uh, I think uh, I've just, just published the eighth one. And uh, each one is taking longer to write. Now, I'm not sure what that says about me, but that first one, um, I self-published. Nobody had heard of it. Nobody even cared about it. And a German publisher picked it up and he says, I like this. Can I publish it? And I said, yeah, I might as well. It's not going anywhere here. Uh -huh. So he took it and, and published it. And um, within, uh, I think it was three, four weeks, it went to number one on Amazon and hung out in the top 100 for a year and a half or two years, something like that. Amazing. And then from there spawned other countries got interested. So now we're published in more than 25 different languages, which is fun. Yeah. And then what how did fun. you end up actually going over to Germany? Oh, well, um, I <laughs> at the time, even though I, my, I was getting my health back and all of that, I was still dirt poor. And so the, the publisher came over. He says, I want to learn this technique. And so he came over and and I taught him and his wife. And they were quite amazed. He had he had actually developed or, or grew the largest uh, applied kinesiology college in the world. And he had speakers come in all the time. And now he was wowed by the technique, how simple, how immediately effective it was. And so he said, well, would you mind coming to um, to Germany and, and teach a course? I said, yeah, I'd love to, but you got to make sure you can pay my way over and get me back. Right. And while I'm there, make sure I've got a place to stay. He says, well, if we do 40 people in a workshop, we can do that for you. And I said, OK, put it together. So in the meantime, the book hadn't been published. In the meantime, the book came out, got so popular that he calls me back and he says, listen, we got that that. Uh, that uh, is were full there in that auditorium. 
uh, or in that, I'm just thinking 40 people. Um, and he says, can we stay in, can you stay another week? I said, oh, I'd love to. I look around Germany a little bit. Long story short, um, two other promoters called, one in Frankfurt, one in Hamburg. And uh, we ended up teaching almost 3,000 people in three weeks. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, I was teaching in the middle of the week and it was just so exciting, right. and so much fun. And, and, and the reason for it is, is you could just see the change, the change in the people as they start going through doubtful, you know, some of those husbands were dragged in by their ear and they <laughs> sat there in the front row with their arms crass, crossed and the wives are all excited. And next thing you know, they're all excited too, because they created a healing event before we broke for lunch on the first day. Now, what were some of the things that had to fall away from you in that nothingness, Frank? Ah, uh, well, you know, it, it sounds like a process, like, uh, um, you know, I would work on this or this would happen, or, but it's all automatic. And, it, and what, what, quote, falls away in me, fell away in me and is falling, um, will not be the same for any other person. Because what you experience now, I call this experience, uh, the perception of it as you feeling. Mm -hmm. And you feeling is the experience of, of nothing. You know, you're aware, you're awake. It's like I am, more, most of the time we say, I'm angry, I'm hungry, I'm bored, right? <clears throat> but if you stop with the hungry, angry, bored and just say, I am, that's the experience of you feeling. I am. And that's when we realize that uh, that we're universal, that we're unbounded, that there is no death, as you had said. Uh, forget the quote, but something like, uh, if you die while you're awake or, or while you're alive, you won't uh, yeah, live if you while die you're before dead, you die. dead or something. That's a, that's a, I love that quote. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, that experience um, uh, is, is so basic to us human beings. It, it belongs to us. And we've been taught that it takes years of practice to clear the mind of thought. Well, that's the genius of this technique. And I don't, I say that in all humility, that uh, I perceived it, I saw it uh, in a flash, and then was able to develop it to, into a technique to teach it. But what it is, is simply a shift in our awareness, boom, and, and you're there. So you don't need years. You don't even need minutes. And once you've learned the technique, you're, you're there instantly. So we've all experienced this before. Would you say that this is something that we've all experienced in our childhood before all the limiting beliefs and distractions came in? Yeah. Now, I said you feeling is that experience of I am or nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I call it you feeling because nobody knows what you feeling means. Therefore, when they come or when they ask about it, it's with an open mind. If I were to call it uh, the force or, uh, you know, what have you, there'll be misconceptions or, or preconceptions. Right. And <clears throat> so I call it you feeling. And you feeling actually has two aspects to it. It has that nothing aspect. But right after that, in the mind, it, it, that's beyond the mind, we could say, because there's no mental activity going on, no emotions, no visual, nothing going on. Just pure awareness, pure alive. Uh, then when the mind starts to wake up a little bit, it's like little waves start to move, these mental waves. And when that starts, um, that's the, the, the expressed you feeling. That's you feeling starting to become something. Hmm. You, know? you, you, you talked about um, the, uh, that great explosion that we had uh, uh, at the beginning <laughs> of time. That, it's, it's like that, only it's not quite so <laughs> drastic. These are little little creations, little wavelets mm -hmm. that are the beginning. They're not even thoughts, really. But when we become aware of them, we feel bliss, we feel joy, we feel contentment, gratitude. And then as they work their way out through the, the, physio the psychology and the physiology into the environment, by the way, and um, then... Um, uh, you, you, you actually start to feel the harmony between nothing and, and everything else. Hmm. Beautiful, beautiful experience. Absolutely. So now I know that we can't, um, tell our listeners how you get into the you feeling, but it is 
a meditative process? How would you describe it? Well, you might call it that in the beginning to learn it because, um, you know, it's, uh, can I mention that uh, where they can get this free? They can actually learn it? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, uh, on, on my website, I give this away, this technique. I think everybody in the world should have it. They probably, well, I'm sure they did as children, but left it behind because the parents and the teachers and everyone tell them they got to do this and do this. And pretty soon that has no value anymore. Right. And, um, and so uh, I believe everyone should have it on my website, which is kinslowsystem.com. If you go to K, learn KS, learn KS, and go all the way down, there's free downloads on there. And the first one is the you feeling technique. Bingo, that's it. Mm. Now, you'll learn that sitting down, take about 20 minutes or so, maybe 25 minutes. But once you've done that, then it's yours. And then just you just kind of get used to it with the eyes closed for a while. And then you do it with the eyes open. Then you do it with someone else. Not, not they're doing QE. They're not experiencing you. You are. And maybe they have uh, some illness. Maybe they have a fever or a headache. Or maybe their arms are not moving. And, it's, and you, do, you, you experience this beautiful you feeling and as you're touching them. And they heal. It's mm. the most amazing thing. <laughs> now, can we take a step back? What is QE? Ah, QE. You feeling I've described. QE is the technique we use to experience you feeling. Just that simple. Okay. And it's, and it's a technique. Really, it's a technique-less technique <laughs> because it's how to do nothing. Mm -hmm. And you can't do nothing by doing something. And we, we just mentioned that, it, that it, it's a common teaching that it takes years to clear your mind of thought. That's because those techniques are teaching you how to do something. Look at a candle flame, have unbounded love, uh, loving kindness, uh, have no mind. This is all effort. And what does effort mean? Trying. What is trying? Doing something. How can you experience nothing when you're doing something? Right. You see? So, so, um, uh, that's why I say the genius of, of QE is that it's it's so simple that immediately you're experiences the, experiencing this nothing. And that's because you should. You, you, it's yours as a human being. It belongs to you. Is it sort of a reset, would you say? I'm sorry? Would you describe it as a reset? Uh, you could, yeah. It's, it's, uh, I like to look at it like... There's two two sides to life. There's the outer, the inner. The inner meaning pure, meaning you feeling. Let's say that's that pure, and then the first expression of you feeling in the mind. Um, that we could call inner, and outer would be everything else above that. All the emotions and intellect and all of that out through the physiology into the environment. Now <clears throat> we spend most of our lives out there trying to make sense of this world. It can't do it. It doesn't make sense. Little pieces of it can. You know, you flick the switch and the light goes on. Oh, that makes sense. But tell me how electricity move, works. Nobody knows. That outer life is pieces. It's pieces here and there. And when we control a piece, we get pretty proud. But then comes another piece and, and like, like uh, pool balls, you know, billiard balls. Boom, boom, boom. They're going all over. We have no... So what happens is we just we just stop everything. Boom. And there we are instantly. And by the way, once you get the hang of this, you do it with your eyes open too, mm. moving around, uh, so on and so forth. Um, How long when does it do, take most people to get the hang of it? Um, oh, God, that's a big investment. Maybe 20 <laughs> minutes. Uh <-huh>. you know? <laughs> we're, sometimes we're faster, it. sometimes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, you can actually use that process that uh, learning the you feeling technique, you can use that as a meditation if you so desire. Mm. Uh, and I also provide on, on those in that same area, a, uh, a list of things to do or not to do if you want to use that as a meditation. So what are some of the issues that you've seen you feeling help people overcome? Oh, everything, everything. And, and <clears throat> it's important to, to understand that when you experience you feeling, or when you do QE and experience you feeling, you are not doing anything, you're doing nothing. Mm -hmm. That means that if you do it and you heal, you 
healed from that nothing. If you do QE with another person and they heal, what you've done is you've allowed them to experience their own new feeling, which is extremely healing. Now, when I say healing, I don't mean this in some esoteric way. By the way, QE is a scientific technique. Mm -hmm. That means I can duplicate my results every time. Mm -hmm. And if I teach you, you can replicate them and you can measure it. Wow, you can measure this? Yes, you can measure blood pressure, blood sugar, cardiac output, EEG, EKG, pulse rate, respiration, all of those things. I'm glad that you bring so, that up because I my experience with the you feeling that you shared with us in, the uh -huh. world, in SGLA was a feeling of my cortisol levels just being completely lowered. You know, um, uh, a quick story, I had a diabetic in one of my workshops and her, she took her, her blood sugar and it was quite low and she was about to leave the workshop and, and take a shot of insulin, but I just started teaching a technique. And so she stayed there for it. Actually, it was the you feeling technique. Mm. So she stayed there for it and uh, she didn't know if she could, but she could always get up and leave if she had to. At the end of the technique, about 20 minutes or so, um, she didn't feel like she needed it. So she took her blood pressure or blood sugar again, and it was normal huh, and wow. just from that experience. Right. And this is what we find. So people, people have, you know, cancer or, uh, you know, chronic diseases and illnesses. Uh, some heal, some don't. Some have remarkable healing when they become aware of you feeling. Mm -hmm. So it's always on an individual basis. And the thing to remember is that. I'm not doing the healing, that it's simply that that person is becoming aware of their own new feeling, and that organizes everything so healing can take place at an accelerated rate. That's beautiful. Now, did you also say that the you feeling helps prepare people for death? I'm sorry, prepare for? For death. Uh, well, um, yes, actually, it does. A quick story. <laughs> I was working, uh, doing QE with a, a young man. Well, not young. He was in his 40s, uh, but young <laughs> in my in my ballpark. He um, had a throat cancer, and he had been trying everything for about a year. His prognosis was about a month and a half, two months left. Mm -hmm. Stage stage four. Terrible. You know, just, just very bad. And <clears throat> he was grasping at straws, trying to find the right whatever everything and uh he he had me come in and do qe with him and uh, i started doing qe and he started to slow down his progression slowed down and as we did qe for a while and i did that we actually ended up doing it for six or nine months i don't remember exactly but quite some long time and then <clears throat> um and of course there was surprise he was still alive but not only that but improving but then he started to go again now it just so happened that as we were doing this his experience with with you feeling allowed him to let go so that he could die if he needed to mm. uh, but but he um he wasn't afraid of death he wasn't before he was grasping okay yeah. so uh, it just happened about three days before he passed away. He, After I finished the session, he looked up at me and he said, Frank, thank you for saving my life. And I said to myself, oh, he's in denial again. Yeah. Right. And then there's this twinkle in his eye and a smile. And I know what he meant. At that point, he was saying, you know, I'm ready to go. This is beautiful. Yeah. And you hear this with many uh, terminal uh, patients. They'll say, uh, you know, this was actually the best time of my life. I, I felt so free. You know, it's too bad I have to go, but right. here we go. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, sure. And with that, we're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned for the Weekly Skinny up next and more love from the hip. On this Weekly Skinny, I would like to talk about recent studies which show that it's not only our facial muscle articulations which can convey our facial expressions, but our facial color can successfully elicit emotion as well. To understand, observable muscle articulations, typically called action units or AUs, through varied combinations yield facial expressions associated with distinct emotions. These facial expressions are easily interpreted by others. Research conducted at MIT has proven that facial color can send emotion 
independent of facial movements. The face is capable of sending emotion information to observers just by changing blood flow or blood composition on the network of blood vessels closest to the surface of the skin. These facial color changes are what happens when we experience anger or fear, for example. Our face tends to flush with anger and go pale with fear. This is caused by variations in blood flow, blood pressure, glucose levels, and other physiological changes during emotional experiences. A study was also conducted by Nakajima, Minami, and Nakauchi at the Toyohashi University of Technology on the interaction between facial expression and color. This study sought to investigate the recognition of facial expressions through facial color and vice versa. Based off the results from the participants, they concluded that facial color influences the perception of facial expression. Yet another study led by Martinez at Ohio State University proved that people can identify others' emotions based purely on subtle color changes in their faces up to 75% of the time. Martinez grouped hundreds of photos of different facial expressions into two color channels, which is equivalent to how the human eye perceives color a red-green channel, and a blue-yellow one. His team then tested whether people picked up on emotions from facial expressions entwined with color or whether it was the color alone that conveyed feeling. They superimposed different color patterns on pictures of natural faces to test this. Based on the color alone, they guessed more accurately. They also put emotion-specific colors on the wrong facial expression, like placing angry colors on happy faces, and vice versa. Participants were able to pick up on this incongruence. All of these studies prove that without moving so much as a millimeter of a facial muscle, we can communicate exactly how we are feeling through color alone. And by perceiving the facial color of others, we can correctly identify how others are feeling whether we know it consciously or not. Not to mention, this way of expressing ourselves can definitely save us from all of the wrinkles, that is for sure. Welcome back to Left from the Hip. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you're just tuning in, I'm having a very insightful discussion with Dr. Frank Kinslow. Dr. Kinslow is a chiropractic physician, author, and founder of Quantum Entrainment. So before the break, Frank, you were telling us that at rock bottom at age 61, which by the way, how old are you now? <laughs> I'm pushing the envelope, I'm 77 now. There is no way, you look amazing. So at rock bottom, at 61, you found something so profound in that nothing. Yes, yes, and, 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 and I didn't know what it was. And you know, as I listened to you describe all of the different takes on nothing uh, at the introduction there, um, I realized that we human beings, at least in recorded history, have been discussing this very topic and, and, and obsessing over it. And it's the most ridiculous thing to do that because I don't care whether you're a philosopher or a spiritual leader or just, you know, a man on the street. Nothing is nothing. There's nothing to discuss. Right. It's, just, it's, it's the, the intellect, which is several layers removed from the nothing that just wants to play with it and tear it apart. But you can't take nothing apart. There's nothing to work with. And to and focus find, on that, right, then we're not really living our lives. Yes. The, the beautiful thing is once you stop trying to define it, because really, when we define something, that means now we can control it, or at least we intuit that. We think we can. Mm -hmm. But it's it's not true. You can't you, and it's probably why there's so much squabbling over what it is. You know, you ask 10 gurus or, or 10 uh, whatevers, uh, what QE, I mean, I'm sorry, what uh, nothing is, and you're getting 10 different answers. And the idea of enlightenment, you know, comes out of this, oh, I want to be in nothing all the time. That desire is the very thing that keeps you from getting there. Right. You can't. You can't do anything to get there. You can't wish yourself into it or anything. It's so, that it creates that resistance to it. It yes. pushes it further away. It, right, right, exactly. It's that, just that mental activity alone, just that one little aberrant wave of a thought, and you're out. There's no way. <laughs> so what has been the age range that you have, you have used the you feeling for? Well, we've got kids. I have one child learn at the age three. It's a different technique than we teach adults. Fascinating. Uh, 
but that was that's very young. Usually six or seven is where they start, and then uh, uh, and and oh my gosh, I don't know, nineties, I suppose, somewhere in there. The really neat thing is that that most of the people have learned QE. Um, I haven't even met because, and, and I'm the only teacher at this time. Um, I haven't met them because they can learn right from the book. Right. It's just that simple. Mm-hmm. So now, why would it be so effective for children? Or how is it so effective? Well, they are, first of all, they're pretty much there. They're going to look at you like, what's the big deal? <laughs> you know, <laughs> if they're at the right age and they, they've had, you know, they haven't had a traumatic life uh, up to that point. And, um, you know, they might just feel, well, that's not, I don't see any value in it. So it, the parent may have to keep with them to keep them you know, doing it as they grow over the years into the, especially adolescence when they yeah. want to throw everything out. Um, so it's teaching them that it's okay to use this method and that you yeah. should. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes, you should. But uh, we keep their eyes open, though, we, uh, when we teach them. It's uh, it, it just keeps them moving. And there's a special way. Uh, I've written about it in a couple of my books, so uh, it's available. Okay. Now, can we move into the awe feeling? And this is oh. your latest book. Is that correct? This is my latest book, yes. And it is, I think, the crowning achievement of my work, or will be. And that's because um, after all this time of working inside out, um, I discovered how to work from outside in. Mm-hmm. So the two meet. And uh, this technique, the awe feeling, that's awe plus you feeling together. And if if you uh, are attuned to the research on awe in the last 12, uh, 15 years, you'll see that having the experience of awe, what is that like? wow, you know, look at the stars, or that's a newborn child I'm holding in my hands. Those experiences are rather rare in this day and age, but when we have them, they they are very, very valuable. And when we have them regularly, people are found to have uh, huge changes in, in every aspect of their life. Mm-hmm. Everything from, uh, you know, uh, let's say the ability, stress, and, and uh, anxiety and depression to a um, number of other things like, well, everything, basically, yeah. all the way out to the spiritual realm. And it all happens. In that. So what I've done is, is I've hooked you feeling with that, with a technique to experience awe, so that you can experience awe, this incredibly healing experience, by looking at a doorknob. You know, <laughs> you don't have to go outside and wait for the, the clouds to clear and look at the stars. Mm-hmm. Now, would you describe the awe feeling as also as the big aha? You could, yeah, you could. Well, aha sometimes just means, means, um, oh, I got it, you know, mm-hmm. and there's some enlightenment there. There's a good feeling with it. Awe is a little bit further than that. And uh, each each culture has their definition, but they basically, what you are experiencing is something that's bigger than yourself. You You feel very small. And at the same time, you feel like you're you're safe, you're above it all, you know. You, and that's that that nothing and everything all together. Uh-huh. That's, that's that universal so, oneness, if you will. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now so how, this technique, go ahead. And yeah. by the way, let me say uh, the all-feeling technique. Oh, you have to do it. Seven times a day. Oh my gosh! Oh, that time I'll never find that time. How many, you know, how many minutes, how many hours do I have to put into seven times a day? Total of three and a half minutes. Mm. <laughs> In fact, once you get the hang of it, you can do that. Would be seven sessions of all feeling uh, for a half a minute each. You can you can do it in five seconds, ten seconds, and it starts to come automatically. You don't need the technique anymore. Now, is it added on to the technique of you feeling or is it separate on its own it's um it's it's different you feeling we teach the you feeling technique first so that you you have that expanded feeling not that expanded feeling but that's that perception that reality of nothing and then um uh, there's a great deal of quietness and peace with that but then when we bring something that has form into it 
then what happens is the intellect gets involved and says, wow, this is incredible. It's unbounded and it's a doorknob, you know, mm-hmm. what, what is this? <laughs> so, so uh, you feeling is there, it, it's, it's, it, it lays the foundation and we start with two, three seconds of you feeling. And then we, we go through another or three more steps, very quick steps. And that's it. Okay. Four steps. Now, is there anyone that it can't work for? Like, especially people that have a hard time sitting still or sitting uh, in the silence. Great. What What do you recommend? Well, the same technique. It works for everybody. It does. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, you because we think, and we've also been taught, if you have meditation and you have thoughts, then throw them away. They don't belong there. Mm-hmm. But with when you do QE, thoughts are a part of the meditation. They have a function. Yeah. They actually allow us, they actually are uh, an indication that healing is taking place. Okay. Now, are you using the awe feeling technique with children as well? Haven't as of yet. <laughs> Haven't, it's very new. I'm, I'm uh-huh. the guy that's been doing it the longest. <laughs> um, but the book uh, just came out in English. It's also out uh, in German, Croatian, and Romanian now, and it's uh, starting to make its way around the world. Um so, uh, but I don't have any children experiences yet. And the Shame book- on me, right? <laughs> That's okay. That's the next show. And what is the book called again? I'm sorry, what? What is you want- this book called again? What is the book, the title of the book? Oh, the book is called, <laughs> hang on a minute, All Feeling, How You Can Decrease Pain, Break Negative Patterns, and Find Peace in Only Three and a Half Minutes a Day. Wonderful. Awesome. I can never remember that title all the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. And with that, we're going to take another break, but don't go anywhere. Love from the Hip will be right back. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you're just joining us, I have the honor of having Dr. Frank Kinslow here with us. So, Frank, does the you feeling and the all feeling, does it work for everything? You mean every malady of of humankind? Yeah, or every... (laughs) Yes, we can say that, yes. (laughs) Like PTSD and trauma and all the bad things. Yes. And and that's, I think it's probably the closest thing to a silver bullet mm-hmm. because what happens, it's, it's, it's just a really uh, beautiful system that nature has set up, nature, nothing, the, the universe. And, and, and I don't mean that in an esoteric way, but we human beings are, you know, we're, we're way more than we can realize. And, and um, what happens is we are all so very different. This is not you know, a brainstorm here. Everybody knows that, but we're the, the same where it's I am. That's where we're all the same. Now, when you experience you feeling, what happens is there's 
the body, this is, you can actually measure this. The body becomes deeper at rest than deep sleep. Mm. You'll even stop breathing for short periods of time. Oh, don't worry about it. It goes again. But it's just because you're you're not in, in, in you know, increasing your energy, you're decreasing the need for it. Yeah. And you're just there still. Now, that has an organizing, uh, harmonizing effect. That's what I call you feeling. It allows it to now go to where it's needed. So let's say uh, I had a sore shoulder. Ouch, ouch. I can't lift my arm up, right? Now, we say, well, I, I want to do that. Maybe a healing technique. Say, okay, we'll work on that. Or a physiotherapist work on that. Well, when we do QE, what happens is it goes to the foundation, uh, your essence, if you will. And then it starts to rebuild uh, in a more harmonious way. And what it does is it says, just, it says, hey, wait a minute, that shoulder's uh, a problem. But look, there are cancer cells being uh, formed in the liver. Let's get after that first. Mm. And so it works on on a uh, priority basis, and it works. It uses the wisdom that brought you made into the world. You know, the sperm and egg came together, the cells divided, the neural tube formed, the cardiac uh, system, and all of that without your I I involvement. And here you are today without your, you know, if you cut your finger, how hard do you have to work to heal that? Right. You know, or breathing. So it's that. It's mm -hmm. that in its purity, that that wisdom that made the body will heal the body and 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 it actually starts to heal the environment as well so it's not re, it's not restricted to just the body so it not does it work for this or that it works for everything mm -hmm. but it all it always works in the way that is best for the individual not the way some physician or uh, therapist might think i love that explanation and as a hypnotherapist and experiencing the you feeling myself it, it felt very much like a dissociative process, which would be so powerful for anyone that is experiencing pain, right, or trauma or PTSD that is distracting them from where they really need to be. You know, our biggest uh, professional group is, is our psychologists, mm. and uh, they get a great deal of, of use from, from, from QE. Now, uh, all feeling is new in the, on the scene, so, but I would expect to see that move in that realm. I love that. Now, how long have you been a chiropractic physician? Well, I'm a retired one at this point, <laughs> uh, but uh, I, uh, I became also late in life. I was 38 when I became a chiropractor. And I worked for uh, 18 years and then um, and then moved on. I came to Sarasota and hung out for a while. And, uh -huh. and why yeah. do you think I, I just find it so fascinating that there's so many chiropractors that get pulled into the esoteric mm. field? And why yeah, do you think yeah. that is? Because we're mavericks, you know, <laughs> in, in my school, I had to sit the medical boards and pass them before I could sit the chiropractic boards. And. <clears throat> And people don't realize, but but we have very similar uh, training, yes, and and so uh, we have a certain bend toward healing that is different than say a medical doctor, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily symptomatically oriented. It's a little bit more holistic, but you still have the the education behind it. So th it, this is prime for somebody to go, whoa, well, let's do this. It's a, you know, quantum this or, a, yeah. uh, you know, a, a feel it this way, that way. It's a, just an amazing mix of, of both this uh, strong uh, medical background and then, and then uh, the openness of uh, natural healing. Makes a lot of sense. Now, do you help train other practitioners with your mm -hmm. method? We're uh, soon, we'll be starting that program. I mentioned earlier, I'm the only teacher. Yeah. I want to change that, um, but it's it takes some time. And the teaching, learning it is so simple. Right. Teaching it takes it takes a little bit more. Um, yeah, you really have to have the, uh, be conversant with nothing yeah. in order to, to pass it on. You just need to clone yourself. <laughs> well, I'll do that. That's a, <laughs> like an easy way to do it. Now, how is your wife, Martina, involved? Oh my gosh, there's the love of my life. She is, <laughs> and this business too. Um, she takes care of everything uh, in the business. Like she does all our promotions and, and she works with our promoters overseas. I mean, and we take two trips a year overseas and sometimes it's around the world. So she's got to make all those coordinations, does all the finances. Love it. Me? 
I get to show up, start talking. She <laughs> takes care of everything else. Wonderful. Now, what are some of your upcoming events? Ah, well, uh, in just a, a few weeks, so let me see, early May, we'll be in Prague uh, teaching a five-day or five or four different courses in five days. And uh, then we move over to Frankfurt, Germany and uh, teach a business course, QE and business. Mm. And then I'll be doing some coaching and, and that there. Short trip this time. We usually do six, eight weeks when we can. Yeah. And how is it applicable? I was going to ask you about the business aspect. How is the awe feeling and the you feeling applicable? For that? Well, I guess you can use the healing model. You know, business, uh, it, it, our orientation is towards doing, getting, let's say we want to be successful, whatever that is. Some people, it's money. Yeah. Some people, it's I want my product out there. So whatever. But it's all focused on the doing, on the things. And once you step back and experience the nothing, then the pieces, these these things that seem to be vaguely related or unrelated, start to see, you start to see the unity there. And so what happens is now when you as as you become more conversant with your own essence, with you feeling, then you start to see that or you you just naturally get support. Mm, it's like of, it's yeah. like having iron filings on a sheet. When uh -huh. you bring a magnet in there, you know, everything lines up, but you don't see that. You just see the, the result there. It's like that. I was you just going like to say all the possibilities that come in, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Frank, where do you hope to grow from here? Oh my goodness, I'm 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 just going to grow where I'm planted. Wasn't that what they say? <laughs> we just moved into a nice little eight-acre wooded lot, and I think I'm just going to stay here. Um, but I love teaching so much, so I don't really need to, you know, to to expand anything. I think um, I think what I'm doing right now has a lot of value. Absolutely. And uh, I feel fulfilled doing it. Uh, I just don't see the need to be somewhere else or do something else. Well, you're doing it. <laughs> the <Yeah>. nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so, the people said, you know, we're not surprised, the people who knew me, and we're not surprised that you d developed a technique where you do nothing, Frank. You've been doing that <laughs> most of your life. So uh, Now you just make money from it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that helps. <laughs> That's nice. So where can my listeners learn more about you and also perhaps book a session? Uh, yes. Uh, well, because we're traveling in May, uh, I, I won't be booking any sessions, but everything can be done off the website. And that's kinslowsystem.com. Um, Beautiful. And yeah, that'll put you in touch with the whole uh, Megillah. Thank we're you. We're putting in a new site, so it might be a little disruptive in a, in a week or two, but uh, um, just bear with us. All right. Well, thank you, Frank, for being here. And thank you for your contribution to the world. Really appreciate everything that that's, you're doing. That's very sweet of you. And thank you so much for inviting me. I'm, I'm very, very happy you did. Oh, absolutely. And thank you to Eric, my amazing producer, and you, the listener, KKNW, Timber Country, and Cape Town Zone Radio. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. And tune in next Wednesday for another episode of Love from the Hip. Stay kind out there, stay true to you, and don't forget, make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare ya.